0: Hello, my modern women, this is your host, Nicole Colantoni with Single at 30, the manual for the modern woman. Hello and welcome back to All My Modern Women. We are back with another week of Sunday Dating Scaries. And throughout this episode, we will explore what to do when you feel like your partner doesn't invest as much as you do into the relationship, as well as how to stop feeling so triggered all the time after a breakup. And last but not least, whether dating someone older or younger is better in the long run. Okay, let's start with question number one. A listener wrote in and said she's currently seeing a guy who is scared of letting himself go because of past wounds and scars. She feels she's investing 100% of herself into the relationship while only receiving 60% back and is obviously getting hurt in the process. She wants to know how long she should be patient with him for. She says she knows his problem is not about her, but it's impacting her quite a lot because she isn't receiving back the amount of love she gives, and more importantly, also needs. Okay, so I feel really strongly about this one. Guys, I say it all the time, but relationships are reciprocal, and you should only ever be looking to commit to a partner not a project. Guys, you cannot fix people. Like the saying goes, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. And for the OG listeners, you'll remember I spoke about an actor I used to date way back uh, who had all sorts of issues. You name it, he had it. He was an alcoholic, a sex addict, narcissist. He basically was everything wrapped up into one tiny 40 plus year old man. Anyways, the point of why I'm sharing this is because despite his issues, there were a lot of redeeming traits about him, which I chose to focus on. But the longer we were together, uh, the more his victim mentality began to show. He started to blame his shitty behavior on everything but himself. But what really got me was how he would use being fucked up uh, as an excuse for why he would then treat me poorly. And I remember towards the end of the relationship, I had just had it. I don't think I've spoken about this on the podcast before, but guys, I had one hell of a tough upbringing. The type of upbringing that most people spend an entire lifetime trying to recover from. But guys, I don't lead with that. And I certainly don't use it as an excuse to be an asshole to everyone around me. So one night after meditation class, when I noticed he was being weird, I called him and I got him to explain why he was acting off. And when he came at me with every goddamn reason why he was fucked up, I cut him off and I said very calmly and very clearly something along the lines of, everyone has a story. Everyone has issues in life. But it's up to you to decide whether you're going to be defined by that story and those issues. And then I said, it's one thing to say to me, hey, I've been through it and I'm a bit fucked up because of it. But I'm also dedicated to working on myself. But instead, what I'm hearing is, hey, I'm fucked up and there's nothing I'm willing to do about it. And I simply don't have time for that. And then I said, I wish you all the best, but I'm out. And guys, ending it with him was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. And I cried for about a week after that. Mostly because I was sad that someone could ever be defined by their past when they have the power to start a new chapter and even rewrite the freaking narrative. But also because I was so ready to be in a relationship where we were both dedicated to being the best versions of ourselves and making the relationship the best it can be. So when I caught on to the fact that he wasn't on the same page, I knew I had to leave. So to circle back to the listener's question, I have to ask do you think it's okay that you're in a relationship where you're putting in 100% effort and only receiving 60% in return? Guys, don't get me wrong. Wounds and scars are definitely something that affect people. Like I've discussed in previous apps, I took a five-year hiatus from dating because I had so many wounds and scars I had to work on. So maybe the guy you're seeing should take a hiatus too. I don't care so much about where you've come from and how much work you've got to do in yourself as long as you're dedicated to doing the work. So I think that you need to get to the bottom of that. Be straight with him. Ask him, are you prepared to work on yourself to really show up in the relationship the same way I'm showing up? Because one person should never have to carry the entire weight of the relationship on their shoulders alone. And they certainly shouldn't have to carry the other person's baggage if that same person is not willing to at least try and lessen the load. Really take this time to reflect about why you're willing to put up with 60% when, in fact, you, like everyone else, deserves 110% effort. And guys, of course, not everyone can give 110%, 100% of the time, but you should never accept 60% as the norm and certainly not in the beginning. And regarding how long you should be patient with him for, I think that's definitely a personal decision. But I think if he's willing to do the work, uh, then stick around for as long as you're seeing real effort and even real progress from his end. Guys, people are by no means perfect and it can really take time to create a healthy and conscious relationship together. But if he's not willing to do the work and he wants to hide behind his wounds, then honestly, I'd ask yourself, what is keeping you in the relationship? Like I've said before, you cannot date potential people are only capable of changing if they truly want to change. And you cannot live your life in the hope that the person you are dating will one day realize their potential and become the person you know they're capable of being. So please remember, whether you choose to stay and work on the relationship or not, the love you deserve is out there. Please do not settle for 60%. Okay, question number two. Another listener wrote in saying that she broke up with her boyfriend about a year ago and still feels triggered when she hears about him or sees a photo of him or thinks back on memories of their relationship. She doesn't know why or what to do to make it stop and wants to know if she should seek professional help. This is a really good question Uh, and without going into too much detail, what I want to say is that triggers are your teachers. Whatever is triggering you, causing you pain, discomfort, shame or embarrassment is revealing a part of you that still needs healing. Deep, deep healing. I know what this feels like all too well. Uh, After one really bad breakup, I wouldn't be able to sleep without being triggered memories of my ex and past relationship would literally wake me up every single night. That's how much my subconscious was trying to tell me I had parts of myself that I needed to heal. And as the holistic psychologist says, the level of emotions you experience gives you insight into how long the trigger has gone suppressed. And I think I would like to add to that by saying that the level of emotions you experience reveals the depth of healing you need to do. Guys, triggers are not bad. They're actually quite good. They encourage healing because they show us where healing is required. And if we can identify exactly what those triggers are while simultaneously separating ourselves from the pain or emotional reaction caused by the trigger then we can actually gain insight and a deep understanding of what's causing the trigger in the first place. So yes, I 100% encourage seeking professional help to do just that. Hire a psych or a coach, uh, attend a webinar, purchase a book, or even speak to a friend or family member who could perhaps offer a new perspective and different level of awareness. Or if you prefer to solve things on your own, meditate, go for a walk, or even journal and try to comprehend the why behind the trigger. Your ex isn't triggering you. The breakup is just holding up a mirror to a part of yourself that you need to work on, an underlying cause that needs to be attended to. Perhaps the breakup is triggering a childhood wound caused by parental neglect or abandonment. But the trick is to observe your triggers instead of reacting to them. That way you can use your triggers for growth by trying to figure out what they're trying to teach you about your wounded self. Okay, question number three. So a listener wrote in saying she often dates older men uh, but has been pretty unsuccessful recently. She feels like they come with too much baggage and wants to know whether dating someone her age or younger is better. So I actually wrote a blog post about this earlier this year. Dating younger men has definitely been trending for quite some time now, the same way dating older has. There's even various names and terms that describe these trends like cougar or cradle snatcher, as well as silver fox, dilf, zaddy, and even the hashtag husband, not dad. In terms of figuring out which of the two is the better choice, I think that's a very personal decision and completely dependent on the other person. Guys, I think it's important to remember that emotional maturity does not necessarily have anything to do with age. Although life experience can in some instances definitely help accelerate the process, but unfortunately not with everyone. And like, I get it. The dating pool can definitely feel empty sometimes. So it makes a lot of sense to widen the number of potential partners by expanding your criteria. And what's great about being in your 30s is what I like to describe as being the sweet spot or what a listener once called it, the twilight zone. It's when you have the choice to either date the guy around your own age or younger, as well as the older guy who could probably be his dad. So when I looked into the pros and cons, this is what I came up with. Some of the pros when it comes to dating older include the obvious fact that they have more life experience. And the great thing is this can often translate to the bedroom where they tend to be more aware of and attentive to your needs. Stability is another obvious pro. Often and hopefully uh, they are more established and financially stable, which could mean they are likely to have more free time and maybe even be in a better position to build a life with you. And like I touched on before, maturity is another possible pro, although it's definitely not guaranteed, (laughs) but often the older you are, the stronger sense of self you have, which can lead to greater emotional maturity and a better understanding of what you're looking for in a relationship. Family could be another pro, especially if the person you're dating already has children. Firstly, that shows that they're open to kids. And those kids might be at an age where they are less dependent on them, meaning they might be open to even more children or just have more available time to direct towards their relationship with you. Another major pro is that unless they're your typical washed up party boy, dating older means that they tend to be less focused on things like partying and instead more interested in engaging in more wholesome activities like eating nice meals out and weekends away. And on a majorly superficial level, another pro is the possibility of forever feeling hot next to them for the obvious reason that they will always age faster than you. That being said, there's a bunch of cons too. Like the listener who wrote in mentioned, with life experience often comes more baggage. Things like prior divorces, children, professional and financial failures and setbacks, as well as emotional wounds. Of course, this is dependent on the person and that same person might be working on that baggage. So it's definitely not a reason to write someone off but it's a consideration. Another con could be close-mindedness. The older someone gets, the more set in their ways they tend to become. This could mean they are less willing to adapt to situations or experiences that might challenge their views and beliefs. An example could be if you told them you wanna work and raise kids at the same time. Maybe this would be confronting for them, That being said, another con could be not being open to children at all if they already have children of their own or feel too old to keep up with a young family again. Or maybe this could tie into another possible con which includes commitment issues if they've never had a serious relationship or family before. And then there's another con to consider, which has to do with different interests. If you date older, they simply might not have the energy for, or even be interested in the sort of activities or events you may like. This certainly is not a guarantee, but it's a possibility. I actually have a friend who dates someone much, much older, and he goes to Coachella with her every single year. And they've even been to uh, Burning Man as well. So it's not a definite, it's just very possible that Someone older might not want to do the same things as you. I'm only 33 and I literally have no desire to stay up past midnight anymore. So I can only imagine that by 40, I'll probably be in bed by 9 p.m. And one possible con that I think is so important to consider is how if they're significantly older than you, there might be less time to grow together as a couple and raise a family. Take, for instance, if you date an established 50-year-old when you're 30, by the time you're 50, they will be 70. Again, it's not a deal breaker, and like I said before, there's no guarantees in life, so they could even outlive someone who is 30, but it's definitely something that should be considered. Now, there's also the option of dating younger, and that has a whole set of pros and cons too. I think that a huge pro could be that younger people tend to be more open-minded and in tune with things like gender equality, gay rights, and even spirituality – stamina is another wonderful one, as well as how the younger you are, the more you tend to be open to being instructed in the bedroom. So if you like things a certain way, dating younger could definitely work in your favor. And often dating younger means they have less trauma. This isn't a guarantee, but in terms of dating, they have less of a dating history, meaning they might be less jaded and instead more open to love and relationships. And what I love most is the ability to grow together. You have more time to grow with them and celebrate more milestones together as a couple. And they might have more enthusiasm for the social events you enjoy because another pro is they often have more energy as well, which is great in terms of socializing and raising a family. However, there are also a lot of cons to consider as well. Immaturity is a huge one. Let's face facts, men develop at a slower rate than women, so they may not be mature enough for you. If you date younger, they also tend to be less established, meaning they're still in the process of establishing their career and making a name for themselves, which could also mean they have less free time for you as well as less disposable income. They definitely have less life experience and that's just a fact because of the age. And this often means they have less experience navigating relationships, which also means they may not have enough emotional wisdom to work through their problems with you. And this next con isn't always specific to a person's age, but is definitely common when you're young and it has to do with being a commitment foe. When a guy's young or younger, uh, they might not be looking for a long-term commitment and could be less open to moving in together uh, and making future plans together, like buying a home, getting married and having kids. And one of the things I see a lot, particularly in younger men, is a pals before gals mentality, which has to do with being more focused on having fun and spending time with their friends than being a couple and settling down. I think the phrase settling down can definitely have a negative connotation for younger men. Another possible con that I know a lot of listeners have reached out to me about before has to do with how the person you're dating might be intimidated by your accomplishments compared to theirs and potentially feel emasculated or even grow resentful. So guys, as for the verdict, for some people, age absolutely does matter. I know people who literally refuse to date older and people who refuse to date younger and there's definitely valid reasons for both. When I was single, there was actually a younger guy from Hinge who once offered to be my carer when he asked me out. But despite that, my personal opinion is age is just a number. Just because someone might be older in age does not always guarantee that they will be wiser. There are people in their 20s who are ready to settle down and start a family, as well as men in their late 40s who are still completely content playing the field. So regardless of which end of the dating pool you fish in, what matters is finding someone who shares the same values as you and is on the same page as you when it comes to the important things in life. Things like mutually supporting one another's dreams or what sort of work-life balance you want or where you want to live or whether you both want kids and even how you plan to raise them while still maintaining the lifestyle that you want. So whether you normally like your men raw or medium or even well done, Try to drop the best before uh, and use by date labels because guys, we all know that finding love can be hard enough work without imposing rules on who you should and shouldn't date. Okay, guys, that's it from me. I hope this week of Sunday Dating Scaries managed to make your Sunday as well as the week ahead a little less scary. Next week, we will have a very special guest answer any dating or life dilemmas that you have. So please hit me up with any questions in the meantime. Guys, I love you. This is your host, Nicole Colantoni of Single at 30, the manual for the modern woman that we are writing together. See you next week.